This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, Dr. Vic here, and I am doing uh, our episode of the Mindful Experiment here on Facebook Live. This is a great, uh, one of the many we're going to be doing. Uh, I wrote a book, as you can see right here, called, I think it's over here, uh, Rediscover Your Greatness. Um, it was launched about a month ago now. It's been going really well. Uh, and what I wanted to do is kind of share each chapter kind of go over, give you a summary, give you just something to, uh, um, give you some grass. If you read the book, awesome. You know, thank you for purchasing. Thank you for checking it out. If you have it, you bought it, but haven't read it yet, there's going to be some great podcasts to check out. And if you're thinking about buying it, this is a great opportunity to get a kind of a little bit of a synopsis, a preview or something just to check out of what, uh, I have been, um, working with and, and doing with the book and kind of get just an author's view. Why did I write it? What's the purpose behind it? The questions you ask and so much more. So I'm excited you're here. Um, say a little hi if you're on, comment, with, ask any questions you like um, as we dive in. As I wrote this book, when I, you know, some people have asked, how did you get started? And for me, if you asked me a couple of years ago, because this is something I've been working on for a couple, couple of years now, wanting to create this. And it was one of those things where I was kind of like, you know, where, how am I going to start? What's the per, what's the concept? What's the things that I'm going to share? What's the stuff that I want to bring to the table and help give to the world to, to raise the bar, to help you discover really who you are? You know, there's a lot of things I've heard so many times people say, discover the greatness within you. You all have greatness in you. You're unique. You're this. And I was always like, that's great, but what's, where's the substance behind that? How do I know that there's greatness within me? How can I know in a, for a, in a scientific way can I tell myself that, hey, I'm, I'm, there's greatness within me? And so with, with the book, when I started out, I thought it was great to start with, who are you? Who are you really? 
And if you're tuning in and listening live, and even if you're listening on the recording, definitely chat in. Who do you think you really are? Like, what what's that substance? Who, who's the real essence of you? You know, and I thought that was a great way to take into the book because in life, I think with all the technology and how we're so focused all up here, I mean, we're in an informational era. You know, we, we got the, in the palm of our hands, we have a, 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 a smartphone that can pretty much connect us and access any type of information we want. And we've become so heady of individuals that we've kind of lost out on who's really within. And now we look at, you know, your success. Well, how do you know you're successful? Well, for most people, it's how much money you're making, how much materials you've accumulated. I still see people time and time again who are successful, and I God bless them for being successful in, in a financial and material world, and others, I hope. But at the same token, you look at their life, and, and, and it's like, hey, look at this. I have a Ferrari. I have a massive house, and I have all these things. And don't get me wrong. Those, those are awesome things to have, and that's, and that's a vision. If that's a goal of yours, man, thumbs up, more power to you. But at the same token, when you look at your life overall, what really is then, looking at success, what are the principles to it? Who are you? Is that defining who you really are? Are you just an accumulation of your wealth or materials or of matter, if that ma for that matter? Or are you something deeper? You know, and that's where the beginning of the book came from. And trying to start to ask that question, who are you? Who is that substance within? And so when it came down to it, you know, when you look, as I talk about in my chap in first chapter, who you really are is, is it, it, we base it off the titles of who we are, we base it off the labels of what we've been conditioned and programmed to be, or it's the job of what you're doing, uh, it's the career of what you're achieving, and so much more. You know, I can, I'm a chiropractor, I am an uncle, I am a husband, I am a friend, I am a cousin, I am a son. And, you know, I can go down the list of all these different titles that I have, but is that really me? Is that really who I am? You know, who's the person behind it all? Who's the person observing all the 40,000 thoughts that come through your mind each day? Who's the one focusing and hearing it? Who's the voice inside? And that was always a, it's an age-old question. I, uh, my, my grandmother, this just happened recently, uh, my grandmother passed away about three months ago, and um, just this last Sunday was her birthday, May 27th. And so my, my mother told me, hey, we're going to have a mass. I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And I went there, and I'm listening to the, the, the homily that the pastors, uh, the deacon actually was sharing. And one of the things he mentioned was he kept saying the Holy Trinity, the Holy Trinity, the Trinity. It's, it's, it's three in one. And he kept talking about how no one has ever been able to discuss and break down what really is the Trinity. You know, it's all been, for 2,000 years, people have been trying to understand that how can three things equal be all one. And it was a great concept for, I loved hearing it, because for me, um, it's pretty simple. And I outlined this in the book, that when you, when you look at who you really are, you know, the essence of who you are, it's beyond the titles, it's beyond the labels. Who you really are transcends time. It transcends space. Who you really are existed before this earth has ever been here. And who you really are is going to exist after the earth has gone. That's the essence of who you really are. Right? But how does that all tie into the Trinity? And I'm going to come back to that. So we'll keep that in your head. I'm going to come back and talk a little bit about, as I emphasize more who you are, we'll break that down into the essence of how we can explain what the Holy Trinity is. How can we explain the essence of who you really are. 
And so as we go into the, as I described in the book, I talk a lot about labels and titles and even how I got lost in them and how the programming of con human consciousness and showing us different ways of this is how it should be. This is who you are. If you're a mother, this is how you should act. If you're a father, this is how you should act. If you're a husband or a wife, or if you're this or you're that. And all these constructs and rules, and I'm not against rules. I think rules sometimes are okay um, to have in life to a certain degree. But at the same token, don't let that become who you are, right? Because if you take away all your titles and you take away all your labels, who are you really? Good question. Who are you really? And in the book, I say this very strongly. When I've done my work, I've done my meditation, I've meditated on this so many times, I've, I've, I've journaled, I've communicated with other people, I've, I wanted to understand that, that essence of who we really are. And when it comes down to it, it's, it's so simple. The essence of who you really are is God in itself. Now for some, may people, may, some people may not like the word God. That's fine, it's a title, it's a label, it's all it is. It doesn't really, just because we put a title or a label on it doesn't have to mean that that's all the end all be all of it. There's other ways you can label it. Many people use, say, God. Some say universe. Some say prime creator. Some say source energy. Some say um, all that is, okay? Now I'm not, the thing about when I say you're God is that you are a creator, okay? You are someone, your soul, the essence. The, when you leave this world, this, like, for example, me, this body, my fade, my, I call this the meat package, um, is not really who I am. Because when I pass, this, this stays here. It doesn't come with me. I'm going to go somewhere else, but this stays here. And so this, this, this essence, the true essence, the, the soul, the spirit, the life force, the uh, chiropractors, we call it the innate intelligence. Um, this, this, this intelligence that's within me that governs my body, it is also something that's going to transcend time and space. It is eternal. It is God in its essence. And because, and the reason why I say that is because in the Bible it says you were created in the slight image of God. You are the creator of what you do in your life. God said, and there's many different books that are out there, you know, the creation of who you are, you're a creator and you were given this gift called free will to go out and create and do whatever it is you desire, whatever experiences you want to achieve. And there's people and soul, different souls who want to help be a part of that and help in the journey. You guys learn with one another. They call it soul family. So in the human world, we have our family, but then there's a soul family where you have collective ideas and collective thoughts and collective things where you work together to help each other create experiences. And so when you look at this essence, this is the God part of who you are. It's a true self. It's a higher self. You are God. You are a creator. You, when you're looking, like for example, if I look at myself and look at my life, I've created my life to what it is today. There's only one person that creates this life, and that's me. I'm the one who's continually creating, choosing options of where I want to go, how I want to go with my life. It's me and me only, and I'm the only person that's going to choose that and help allow myself to either become that or not become that. Allow myself to take it to the next level or not take it to the next level. So when I look at my life, I am the creator of my life. I chose to want to experience chiropractic and become a chiropractor. I chose and wanted to become and experience what it was to be an energy healer. I chose and wanted to experience what it is to be a son, a husband, and so much more. You see, the label doesn't dictate who I am. you got to be careful with that. Because when you say the word I am, which is the most powerful thing you can ever say in your entire life, whatever comes following that is who you are. You're dictating this is your experience of who you are. That's why I never say, like, of course, I'm going to live the human life and tell you, somebody says, what are you? Who are you? What do you do? 
I'm a chiropractor, I'm this, I'm that. But in the essence of my own realm, I'm experiencing what a chiropractor is. I'm experiencing what it is to be a mindset neuro, neuroscience trainer. I'm experiencing what it is to be a host and creator of a podcast. You get what I'm saying? I'm not a podcaster. I'm not, that's not who I am. I'm experiencing that because I'm choosing that experience. And I'm creating that experience to be what it is for me. Does that kind of make sense a little bit? You know, hit some thumbs up if you like this and so forth, what you're hearing here. But the concept is, is that when it comes to your life and what you're doing, who you are, it, you're the creator of your experience. You're the one that's creating all the time. You're the star. You're the producer. You're the, you're the actor. You're the, you're the writer, the screenwriter, the play. You're, you're doing it all. You're the artist. You're the author of your own book. The thing is, is you create, you dictate your rules. You see, because when life comes to an end for you, when this life ends and you start your new journey, the thing that's going to be the, the, the only person that judges you is you. God can't judge you. That's one of the things that was the biggest myth in my life that I learned as being a Catholic is that you know, God's going to judge you. If you don't do things right, you're going to be punished. It all, that's all bullshit. The truth is that you're the only person that can judge you. There's no one else that can judge you. So when you look at your life, at the end of your life, only you and you only can judge. No one else. Because you are the creator of your life. You're looking at your creation. When you pass on, you're going to go through this whole review and this whole process. And we talk about this in the book. In, the, in chapter 9, we talk about the inevitable truth. But the concept is, is you are God in your own essence. And you're a creator in your own essence. And so anything that happens in your life, you, you are creating that in some essence or shape or form. The power is within you. There's no such thing as uh, the universe is working against you. Or, or man, this is just, I just have bad luck. It's all BS. Don't, how can you have bad luck when you're the one, oh, creator of your own life? It's taking the responsibility, but more importantly, the power back to you. Because when you blame somebody else, when you say it's because of this, this, or that, you've taken that power away from you. you did, now you're saying, it's well, I'm powerless. I don't have the power to choose to create. That's bullshit. God, God gets to create and do everything that he wants to do. God is, a, you know, being a God, you are a creator of your own universe. You know the, the greatest uh, the, the 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 greatest things I've studied the shamans and spiritual texts and, and Hinduism and all these different religions and different uh, spiritualisms and so much more. I've learned that when it comes to your life, uh, I mean, like I said, you are the creator of it all. And so when you're creating the essence of who you are, it, it, how can you create something that is? That, how can you have something that come to you when it's not you? How can you create something? Or have, if you're the full creator, how can something happen to you is not something that you created? Does that kind of make sense? So you got to look at your life and understand that you're the creation of all things. Nothing happens to you. Everything in life happens for you. And so when you're putting labels on yourself, you're actually putting a construct, a program to, if you say, I am a chiropractor, I am a dentist, I'm a doctor, I am a janitor, I'm this, I am that. Whatever you're saying, I am, and whatever follows that, that is going to be the essence of the creation of the program and the experience of what you're going to have. That's why it's just a lot, little shift in the mind. And some people have asked me, like, hey, Doc, I know you've said, uh, you know, hey, uh, you know, you, this is kind of semantics sometimes. And I will tell you that it's not semantics. It's just a shift in perspective. Instead of saying, I am this and that, you are whatever I am, whatever I want to end up being. But the essence is you're choosing an experience. So always remember, this is just an experience. At the end of the day, when this is all gone, your time has come and you leave this earth, it's just an experience. It's something to gain upon and learn from. You know, God is doing the exact same thing. He's learning through us. We are, we are extensions of God. 
So as I mentioned before about the Trinity, it has never been able to be explained, as the deacon has said. And, and, and I was just like, I told my wife, I'm like, it's so simple. I don't get it how it's never been explained. And the concept is, is that, you know, the Holy Trinity never been explained how three things could be all the same of one. Well, the essence is this. Uh, you can look at it in two different ways. Number one, on a quantum physics level, they understand that there's a force. There's a force that governs all life. There's, it's in every single thing that exists. If you go down to the most minute subatomic particles, there, are, there is a rule, there's a governing that happens. And I like to just call it the force. Hey, Hong, what's going on, buddy? I'm glad you're on here. Sorry, I just saw that. Um, and so one of the things is, when you, um, when you look at the force, and it, it's an existence of all things. That's God. It exists in all things. And we are just here to play with the force. It's given governed rules to how it's led us to create, enjoy, and go forth. You know, the other way to explain it is this. This is a little different, but you can understand this visual. Think of an octopus, right? Octopus has eight tentacles that come through. Well, what I want you to do is think of a God being the head of the octopus, and all the tentacles are infinite. There's just infinite amount. And they're all extensions of God, right? So me, my name, I'm Victor in this life right now, but my true self, my true soul, the essence of who I am, is always connected to God no matter what. Some people call it the unified field. I just look at it as a perspective as an octopus with all these tentacles and extension, ex all these extensions. You're an extension of God just as much as I am. That's why I'm just like God just as much as you are. We are little fragments of God, but within the essence of all that, you are still God within that. It's kind of like a hologram. If you look at a hologram, you take, you know, those old laser images, and they have the thing in there and so forth, and you can look at it and it has it all. Well, if you took a hammer and shattered it, you take a piece out, and you look in that little piece of glass, that hologram will be fully intact in that one piece. That essence is you. It's the same concept, and, and I share this in my book. All this I'm sharing with you guys is in Chapter 1. Uh, the other thing I talk about is, I really started to understand the, the, the beauty and the design of the, the spirit world, of God, and so much more when I learned about the body. And when I was in chiropractic school, it was really fascinating that I learned that when it comes to your, your, um, your DNA, your, your, all the cells within your body have the, all the DNA to create your whole entire body. And what was fascinating is there, there, what, what depends which ones are turned on, which ones are turned off, and all that stuff. But what was really fascinating for me is that I'm like, wow, so every single cell has the potential to create anything in its desires, but it's focusing on this. I said, that's the soul. That's me. I'm choosing in one perspective, this one avenue of what I want to experience in my life. But in essence, I have potential to create and do and be anything that I desire, just like a cell does. It has all the potential. So all the DNA, if you want to think of it that way, um, the DNA is God itself. And yet all of us, broken down all these little pieces, have the God DNA within us. So it, it, however, whatever analogy works, I can continually go on with this. Because like I said, guys, I've been studying this for like um, at least the last five years. And um, really coming up with analogies and how to figure out we are just extensions of God. So when you get rid of your labels, when you get rid of all that stuff, the true essence of who you really are comes up. And it really starts to allow you to see the essence of the truth of you. You are a creator. You will, you, you're a, a creator to create anything that is your desire. The universe is always working for you. God is always, if you want to use God for that matter, is always giving you love. And uh, Abraham Hicks, Hicks talks a lot about this where she says, um, there is always the endless the flow of well-being well -being always coming to you. Whether you accept it or not is up to you. That's your free will. That's your choice. 
whether you love, unconditional, everything that you desire, everything you want to achieve in life, everything you want to experience in your life is everything you want is always coming towards you. The flow is always happening to you. The only difference is, is if you are accepting it or you're not accepting it. You're resisting it or you're not resisting it. Are you allowing it to come or not allowing it to come? And so it really comes down to you. But God is always projecting and giving his love and, and support. And it's not really a he. Uh, you'll notice in my book, if you've read it, uh, I talk about saying it's an it because it's not a female or a male. It's, uh, I forgot the word for that. But um, long story short, it has no gender. And so long story short, you are the essence of God. You are the creation. You are God itself. And so as in my book, I said this quote, you are the bloodline for God just as much as God is the bloodline for us. God came from nothingness to manifest all things, which is everything that exists. It is all that is, the good and the bad. There is no just light. There is good and bad. Um, God is all the facets of that. And so are we as human beings. We are the facets of all things. And so with the light and the darkness and all these things, it's, it's just what is it you want to choose to create and experience? I was just listening to a podcast before I came on, and they were talking about, um, uh, it was an Aubrey Marcus podcast, and they were talking with Paul Check, and they were talking about, uh, the darkness and how people want to focus on the light and all these other things and, and they want to they shun away from the darkness and they were talking about spirituality in this essence of how we, we, we praise the light but we shun the darkness but in all the reality the darkness is what makes us appreciate the light the darkness is just as much as a gift as it is the light and so when you look at yourself as a soul as a unique being you're beyond what you really are you're, there is greatness in you because here's the thing that I talk about in chapter one, the greatness within you is, is that the uniqueness within you comes from a, a quantum mechanic principle that states there's something called the uh, poly, the poly, um, the poly uh, exclusion principle, which means that no two things in the universe are alike. There is no two things. When God created you right everything stems from god nothing is higher than god we can never be at a higher vibration than god because god is all that is but yet we still have the power of god within us and that's why i mentioned it emphasized so strongly in chapter one how you are god you are a creator so you get to choose anything experience with your life like and so when you're looking at that that level of of of, 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 of what, how you want to play in this field you have to remember the power and essence of who you really are and, and, and how you have that power to choose, be, do, whatever it is you want. You're the creator. We are the bloodline for God just as much as God is the bloodline for us. Rumi said we are not a, 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 a drop in the ocean. We are the ocean within a drop. That's such a powerful statement because it, it, it puts everything together when I say and talk about how we are the bloodline for God. We are God within ourselves. Because within a little drop of that ocean, that's, God, that's the ocean within that drop. Within my containing of who I really am, the soul aspect of who I am, that essence truly is God within me, just like it is God within you. It's there. And the universe is always working for you, never against you. Nothing is there to get you. There's no bad luck. There's nothing coming after you. The only thing that could come after you is what you allow. Because in the five in this book, in this amazing book, I highly recommend getting it. Um, if you haven't, I'm going to open this up real quick because one of the things I shared in there, and this doesn't come from me, it comes from um, um, Daryl Ankle, Ankle, who is, um, he, he channels a, a, a high vibrational entity called Bashar. 
And if this gets a little woo-woo for you, just ignore what he's getting you. Just, just take the information for what is and allow it to uh, see how it applies in your life. Well, one of the things I talk about, I share the five laws of creation. And it came from Daryl Ankle, came from Bashar. And one of them is, is that you exist, right? Law number one, you exist. Uh, if you didn't exist, you wouldn't be watching this. If you didn't exist, you couldn't experience this life. If you couldn't exist, you couldn't experience everything that you have. You exist. You're here. You're alive. You're vibrant. I'm not only talking on a physical level, I'm also talking on a spiritual level. Number two, you know, the reason why, well, let me go back. Number one, one thing I mentioned in the book is that this made so much sense to me because the energy is never destroyed or created. It just changes form. So that's called the law of thermodynamics. And when you look at the law of thermodynamics, that's what it talks about. That you can never be destroyed or created. You're just, it's energy being shared and it just trans changes form. So when God created us, he didn't create new energy. He took pieces of it and shared it. And, and some people go, well, hold on. He had to give energy up. He had to create it. Well, when you take a candle and you go to put the wick with the flame to another candle, did that candle have to give anything to make that other candle light up? No. It just turns it on. So God was, that's the same essence of God creating us. It's just to go ahead and, and share it. So when the creation happened, law of thermodynamics says you'll exist and you always will exist. You're never going to never decease in any shape, way, or form. It's, you're just going to change form. So once you pass out of this body, this physical form, you're going to transcend back into the non-physical form. And then you go from the non-physical form, you're going to go back into a physical form. And then it goes back and forth. So it's a non-ending cycle. Uh, and you get to choose where you want to go and who you want to be throughout that whole process. How cool is that? Law number two states, everything is here and now. So one of the things that I love is it's hard for, even for me, I've studied this now for over five years. And it's one of those things where I'm like, man, everything's happening now. There's no such thing as time or space. In our human mind, it's hard for us to grasp because we see things linearly. We see things, there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. But in reality, in the spiritual realms, there is no beginning, there is no middle, there is no end. It just is. Everything's here, everything's now. And so, um, as tough as that is, I mean, it's, it's just, I, I, I'm still looking for ways in how to explain that in a very simple way besides there's no time, there's no space. But I've experienced this. Um, this is why I'm so big in the meditation because there has been times, many times, where I've done meditations to bliss out. And blissing out is when you just get into this centered space and it's like you do disconnect from your body, you're not in your body anymore, and you become more aware of who you really are. And, and when you get into this bliss state, time, I, it's amazing. I'll sit there and sometimes an hour goes by and I was only, I felt like it was two minutes. You know, and it's just time. I don't have the relation to time. I don't really know anymore as well because when I'm in that space, it really is the, a very center place. And it's really, you know, extending into that spiritual realm, that aspect. So everything is here and everything is now. Here's the thing that talks about the, the Rumi quote that I used, and that is the one is all and the all are one. And what that states is, is that we are all one. The all is one and the one is all. God is that one, and he's in through everything. He's within us. Nothing can exist without. If you're all that is, everything has God potential within it. You are a creator. You are. The, the universe is working for you, a.k.a. God, because God, when you know all things that are happening, how can you really experience and, and, and realize your, your, your growth and who you really are? So God couldn't do that because he'd be doing the same thing, and he would know what's happening, and so forth. Instead, he created us, and through us, we have free will, which is one of the biggest 
gifts, spiritual gifts we've ever given us. So we can choose what it is we want to experience in each life and what we want to do. And so since God gave us free will, he gave us free reign to do whatever we choose to do. That's why I said earlier, the only person that judges you at the end of your life is you. No one else. There's not going to be a spirit there. There's not going to be a, a Jesus there. There's not going to be a Buddha or a Krishna. Um, no one's judging you. The only person that judges you is you. And so when you comes to your end of your life, that's what's going to happen there. And so when you look at the, the, the perspective of everything, all is one and one is all. You are not a drop in the ocean. You are the ocean within a drop. And that's, that, that's law number three. Law number four, what you put out is what you get back, guys. And this is the universe always responding to you. This is also known as law of attraction. This is what our universe, now there's multi-universes. We're proving that there is multiverses. There's infinite universes that exist. We are just in one experiencing this one. And in this one, one of them, there's many laws to this universe, but one of the biggest ones is the law of attraction. You only get what you, you get, what you put out, and, it, and it's and it's it, and, and the vibrational frequency will come back to you. And so it's it, it's one of those things where you look at your life and everything that you do is the universe working for you. So everything that you do in your life is again you're sending a signal out, and that's going to come back to the experiences of what it is you're choosing to. So everything you put out is always coming back. It's constantly happening. Whether you think this works or it doesn't, it's there. It's law. It happens. And then last one which I love this law out of all the law of creations. Everything changes except the first four laws. And this is why in life I always tell people and I recommend for people to make changes in your life. Do things always, you've got to be constantly changing and evolving. Because the universe, the spiritual realms, you're always changing, you're always evolving. You're always constantly shifting and changing and growing and evolving. And so why is in the physical form should we get comfortable? Comfortable is the killer of all growth. Comfortable is the killer of of dreams, of aspirations, of, of accomplishing your, your goals, and so much more. You have to get uncomfortable to achieve the things you desire. Getting uncomfortable is what creates change and what allows you to continue to change. And that's why in this beautiful life we call Earth here that we're experiencing, this Earth University, really the essence behind it is, is that you're, you're going through this process and, and it's, it, it's the, the whole aspect of contrast. You have to embrace the contrast because that's what life's all about. The contrast is what allows you to see more of what you desire. The contrast is what fine-tunes your desires and know it specifically and give you more clarity to what it is you desire. The contrast is what allows you to get growth. The contrast is what allows you to change and evolve. The contrast is here for a reason to help us to, to transcend and to truly take things to new levels. The contrast gives us so many lessons. And yet we, we fear the darkness, we fight the darkness, and we don't accept the, and we want to just focus on the light. But it's with that contrast that allows us to appreciate our light. It's, focus, it's, it's experiencing the darkness to experience more of the light of who you are, and that greatness and that uniqueness. So the more you go down that path of darkness, the more you're going to revolution, re, revolt, you're going to, you're going to propel, you're going to excel into the aspect of the light. And so... In chapter one, we talk all about that, guys. Um, that, you know, and that's and that's the essence. When we look at yourself, at the end of the day, you're God. And at the end of the day, the universe is always working for you for the benefit of what it is you desire that you want to experience. Because we are the bloodline for God, and God's the bloodline for us. And what that means is that when you look at your life and the things you want to create, God gets the same experiences of what you create and what you get. So the experiences you create for your own self, whether it be good or bad, it's up to you. It doesn't matter. You're making that choice. But at the end of the day. Um, at the end of the day, God gets that experience too. And we're giving God experiences. So as we evolve, so does God. 
and together we evolve together and we grow and expand into infiniteness. Because this universe, there is no edge to it. I know we keep thinking there is going to be, but there isn't. The universe doesn't have an edge. It's growing and expanding into infiniteness. And the more that you expand, the more that you evolve, the more the universe evolves, the more that um, God evolves, the more that all of us evolve. Because as I talk about later in the book, I, I get into things about how what you do in your life gives other people the opportunity to do the same. You liberate them to allow them to do the same. When you face a fear and you challenge your fear and you break through it, it allows someone else, you give someone else the opportunity to do the same. And that's the power behind us as individuals. You can create and create a massive shift, a massive change. Because the polyocclusion principle, based on quantum mechanics, states there is no two things that are alike. There's no two snowflakes that are alike. There's no two human beings that will ever be alike. There will never be another you on this planet in the history of humanity overall. It will never happen. It's you and only you. And there is no one else that will ever come to replace you. And the same token is on a spiritual level. God created all the facets of who that exists in, this, in the essence, in, in the spiritual realms. And there is no one else out there that's like you. So you have greatness in you. You have uniqueness in you. You have something special to give to this world. There is a gift within you to give. The thing is, no matter what you do within your life, that echoes and that gets shared. You raise your vibration and other people get to share that too and get to experience that. And together is if we really work together to create more inspiration within ourselves, to inspire ourselves, if we work together to help create more fulfillment in our life, as we do that, we illuminate more light within ourselves, and the more light that we expand together helps illuminate the world, and that allows the world then to light up, and then we start to learn more about love, and we can work together better instead of create a divide in our differences that we have. We learn to accept our differences and know through diversity, we create more strength, and we create more we create more. We grow and we prosper and so much more through diversity instead of having one singular thought. We were designed to be unique, but at the same token, it's our goal as human beings then to learn how to connect with one another and appreciate each other's differences, but at the same token, learn how those differences can strengthen each other as a whole to take humanity to the next level of raising their consciences. So I want to thank you guys. Um, again, if you haven't checked out the book here, this is my, my new book, um, Rediscover Your Greatness. It is on Amazon. It is on Lulu. It is on Barnes & Noble and many other online retailers, iBooks, and so much more. Um, we have it on Kindle and Nook. Um, right now, we still have a special going on. If you uh, want an autographed copy and you are looking to, um, you want to have free shipping within the 48 states and uh, also 10% um, uh, off on the, the retail price, go to EmpowerYourReality.com. That's www.EmpowerYourReality.com. Check it out there. Um, and uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, guys, like I said, it's going to be up there for another week or so. We're going to keep that special going. And I uh, want to thank you guys for tuning in. This was our first Facebook Live podcast for the Mindful Experiment. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in, checking it out, and so much more. Um, definitely hit some likes and love. Any questions you have, punch them in. If you're listening to the recording, uh, I'll definitely get back and answer the comments. Uh, and thank you again. And I uh, hope it was inspirational. And then we'll be doing this next week. Um, most likely it'll be around nine o'clock in the morning central time. You'll check it out. Check out Empower Your Reality at uh, Facebook.com slash forward slash Empower Your Reality. Go to our event section, you'll see all the podcast listings that we're gonna be having uh, that we'll be doing. Each chapter we're gonna be launching a podcast 
uh, about the title of one chapter of my book and just breaking it down and talking about the essence of it. And this is an opportunity for you to check out, ask some questions, and really just dive in with me. So thank you for taking some time out of your day today to tune in. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling, y'all. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.